they chose a Wednesday in March for their Day of Atonement. Melina had told him that people rarely called in sick on Wednesdays, and the early morning commuter lines into Times Square were bound to be elbow to asshole, standing room only. When the blast is triggered, she said, we'll send a message to the world it'll never forget. Yvonne didn't argue. He had only agreed to do this because he was in love with Melina. He didn't hate America the way she did, and he hadn't really cared when Kosovo declared its independence five years ago. He was barely 13 at the time. But Melina was passionate about her beliefs, and that passion translated into a dynamic, all-encompassing charisma that Yvonne found hard to resist. The night before, she had said, We should be proud, Yvonne. What we're about to do will change everything. Everything. Yvonne wasn't so sure, but who was he to challenge her? He had never been much of a thinker, and when he tried, he too often found himself unable to articulate the confused thoughts he did have. Better simply to shut up and listen, and try to follow along as Melina lectured him on the dangerous tyranny of the U.S. government, and the willful ignorance of its arrogant, self-centered citizens. Yvonne had once tried to point out that they were citizens as well, both born to naturalized parents less than 20 years ago, but that didn't matter to Melina. Where and when you were born isn't important, she told him. They may have looked and acted like most young Americans, but they were Serbian by blood, and would forever be linked to a part of the world Yvonne had never visited, and never wanted to, when it came right down to it. Melina, on the other hand, had been to Serbia twice now, had gone to Belgrade to visit her uncle Radovan for two summers in a row, and returned to New York full of ideas and plans, and that irrepressible passion Yvonne found so captivating. Radovan was a radical Serbian nationalist who believed a conspiracy between the United States and Germany had been instrumental in tearing their country apart and his desire for retribution was no less potent now than it was in 1999. Yvonne had never heard Melina say it, but he suspected it was her uncle's idea to bomb the subway train. She and Radovan were in regular contact, and it was Radovan who had told her whom to trust, and what parts to buy, and how to assemble the bomb, which looked nothing like that crude pressure cooker device those two fools in Boston had built. There was talk of cell phones, and arming switches, and a lot of technical terms that flew right past Yvonne's ever-stymied intellect. But he didn't suppose the mechanics of the thing mattered all that much. What counted was what it could do. And he knew it would not be pretty. Part of him didn't relish the idea of hurting so many people, but Melina had gone to great lengths to assure him that those who would die this morning were far from innocent their own complacency, their stubborn unwillingness to see, their continued apathy toward a government that manipulated and controlled and spied and murdered made them just as culpable as the highest-placed government official. Their hands, she told him, are stained with the very same blood, the blood of the Serbian families that were slaughtered by NATO bombs. Ivan sometimes wondered how much of this was Melina speaking, and how much was Radovan? 
but it probably didn't matter. Her mind was made up, and he wasn't about to try to stop her. The only way to awaken these people from their self-induced stupor, she continued, is to show them exactly how it feels to watch your loved ones die. They drove to one of the smaller rail yards in the city. The ribbons of track and rows of dormant subway trains illuminated by a few tall lamp posts and an anemic wash of moonlight. Shortly past 3 a.m., Melina pulled her dilapidated Ford van to a curb at the far side of the lot, grabbed her backpack, and reached behind her for the aluminum suitcase she had assembled just prior to the drive. Let me, Yvonne said, then quickly climbed out and rolled the side door open. Careful, she told him as he stretched an arm toward the case.